Anime Pulse, episode 511. Joseph Martin again, and this week is round two of the search for the co-hosts. Uh, and as was last week, we have someone new joining us. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, my name's uh, Roxas Lambron. Sure, well, that's uh, the name I'll be going by. It's what you can find me on the forums as. I'm, uh, I'm a 23-year-old reed maker. Uh, double reads for oboes and bassoons. Very cool. Is, uh, is that everything you would like to say about yourself? Yeah, I don't really uh, want to give out too much because we don't advertise, so... Oh, okay. That's no problem. I'm not going to force anyone to give their life story. Well, uh, I guess then I will jump into some IRL news. Um, hope you don't mind sharing, but, uh, you and I have actually been playing a bit of Overwatch. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, pretty fun. Yes, it is a, it is getting better, but it is definitely a, as you put it, toxic community. Yeah, and your your matchmaking is definitely, like, 60% my fault because of the skill gap. Yeah, well, that's not terrible, and I do feel it's getting better. Um, definitely. I did complain before how matchmaking would put me in with people that were like double prestige and I'm level 50 something now. And it's like, well, this doesn't seem too fair. But in general, I've been being paired up with people who are also right around my level or just people who are like double prestige silver and they're just really not playing well, either because they are playing casually and they just don't care about winning or because they got to double prestige by actually just putting in 10,000 hours of time and not actual skill. My first 100 levels were me getting destroyed constantly. Yeah, so it's nothing too much to fear. Also, getting a better grasp on the heroes. I'm having fun. Yeah, your mercy play is on point. Yeah, just pay attention to people and make them not die. Which is, uh, which is even better, because you don't have to focus on the enemy team, which can uh, sometimes be annoying. But it's also nice to have a mercy at your back, because you can just 
tails someone around like a pharaoh. Yeah. I think that's been about it for gaming related for me. Um, I did get a job. I mentioned this to you while we were playing, but I uh, got a job at a company called Aronoff. They are a logistics company. Um, I will be doing office work there. Originally, it's uh, interesting. I had applied there, and it was kind of like how I had applied to the Morgan State House. Mm -hmm. uh, I had gone in for one job, and they offered me another. So back when I applied for the Morgan State House, I was like, I'm here to be a, a housekeeper, you know, take care of sheets and stuff. And they're like, you're dressed really nicely, and you look good in a suit. How would you like to be the houseman instead? I was like, oh, oh yeah, sure. Uh, also, what's a houseman? Houseman is kind of like the footman. Basically, um, it's the front desk, it's the concierge, it's the bellboy, it's the person who parks your car, the valet. It's everything combined into one. Oh, okay. So if you have a problem, I come up to your room and I fix it. If you need me to carry your bags upstairs, I do that. If you need me to park your car or bring it around the front, I'll do that. If you need me to check you in, check you out, I do that. I also cleaned sheets by washing them when housekeeping wasn't around. And I steamed them. We had a press steamer. Uh, so I did that. I also learned how to use an iron really well. So kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master of none? Yeah, kind of like that. And uh, also you had to stay up for basically 12 hours a day because um, you were on call the entire night. So if someone woke up at 2 in the morning and was like, I want a muffin, you had to bring them a muffin. That's uh, kind of a, a dumb thing to have to do, but I guess in the service industry you can't really complain. Yeah, and they were a like a five star. I know you can only go four, but ah, they were okay. five gotcha. star bed and breakfast. They were gotcha in an old historic building too, so there was no elevator in the historic building either. You had to climb up a flight of three stairs to get to the top, which uh, very old wood stairs that each stair felt like you were climbing ten stairs. Oh, yeah, the ones that they didn't quite have the, the height ratio down. Mm -hmm. They were uh, stair-steppers, yeah. essentially. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I went in there applying for a driver's helper position, which basically all you did was sit in the driver's or passenger seat with the driver, and then you would get out and help them assemble or disassemble whatever needed to be shipped, and you would keep records. But instead, when I went in, the guy pulled me in, the manager, took my application he's like how would you like to work in the office instead and i was like yeah sure he said that with my computer skills which i have pretty extensive skills when it comes to excel and powerpoint and word um i do better in their office which uh, takes care of a program called final mile which is basically just tracking their trucks across the uh the New York State, Vermont, Massachusetts, stuff like that. Wherever they're based in and transporting stuff to. And they do a lot of different transporting. Their main thing is in cabinetry, but mm -hmm. they've also transported superconductors for Global Foundries, which is actually right down the road from me, uh, from the building that I'd be working in. And they've also transported very expensive art. And the uh, the guys even told me that one time they were transporting stuff that um, 
when it gets in the truck, they don't know what it is, but they had five marshals follow them across the country to transport it. You know, superconductor, like, is that gonna, ever going to get to a point where superconductors are obsolete and then the next one's just, like, mega conductors? Yeah, it's like, oh, superconductors, that's a thing that's in a, a video game these days, but eventually it's going to be like, superconductors, I have one of those in my basement. Now, now the ultra conductors, those are what's new. They use oh, yeah, black hole the technology. They suck the energy right from a star and they produce black matter, which then is converted into mystical magic, which powers my toaster. Yes. Got to get the even toasting on both sides. Exactly. Well, I think that does it for IRL News. Really, there's not much been going on. I've got the job and I'll be starting on Monday, so this will be a full week of work for me. I've got a brand new schedule laid out and not as much time to play video games, so Overwatch is going to have to take a back seat, but money comes first. Always. Got to buy them loot boxes. Exactly. Which I do plan to, but I'm only going to do it on events. Um, Definitely. Because right now the common loot boxes that you get are really not that worth it to just buy a bunch of those. I don't even open them at this point. I just get dupes. I think the next event that has been rumored is a uh, Valentine's event. Yeah, they didn't have one last year, so it'd be kind of interesting to see if they try to introduce new skins. It sounded like that the some people had data mined some uh, Valentine's Day uh, quotes that were in the Ooh. video game. So they were saying, like, maybe it'll be in there, and it'd be interesting to see because you'll definitely be seeing some pairings coming up between characters, probably popular ones, or maybe even just like, oh, now you know that she's married. Oh, now you know that he's married. Oh, now you know that those two like each other. Well, I have my I have my uh, pairings in Overwatch already. Just like I do in Battleborn. And of course I know there's canon, like Tracer's got a girlfriend and Torbjorn's married. Torborn's married and has kids. A ton of kids. A ton of kids. And he's married to a, a sexy model or something like that. It was really tall. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. But uh, yeah, I have my my uh, things like uh, Bastion X Osira. Osira? Osiris? Orissa? Orissa. I can't ever say that name. So yeah. Two robots going at it. Clang, clang. Oh, the mental image. Thanks for that. <laughs> She's also like a centaur, too, so you gotta factor that in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm definitely a fan of uh, Diva76. I like to think that she had a poster of him on the wall growing up. Yeah. Yeah, he was a looker. Alright, well, I guess we can jump into some industry news, then. And I will kick things off because I have two and you have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people complain about uh, Japanese anime a lot. Uh, talk about like, oh, this isn't right for children to watch it. It's too violent or it's too sexual. Well, the BPO or uh, Japan's Broadcasting Ethics and Programming Improvement Organization has once again come out to waggle a finger 
at someone that we all know and maybe love, Master Roshi. You know, the old pervert from Dragon Ball Z. Well, he's been around for quite a while, and in the most recent complaint filed by the BPO, it reads, In an animation program, there are scenes of an older man touching young girls' bodies and peeping at their underwear against their will. These scenes are almost irrelevant to the story. I love watching this show with my child every weekend, but it's also inappropriate for children to see this in anime. And to that, have stepped in like five seasons ago. Yeah, well, I mean, also, they weren't around back then in the past. It's This is a company that came out more recently in Drove and Power because of more rampant, quote, sexual, extreme sexual content in anime. Oh, okay, um, that makes sense. Such as, like, Seven Mortal Sins that was published in April, or began broadcasting in April. Um, or like the suggestive banana eating in Yokai Watch, the violence in Mobile Suit Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. Um, there was a masturbation scene in Mr. Osamatsu. The popsicle scene from uh, Monster Musume. Yeah. Um, there was also a scene in Detective Conan in which sushi really? is eaten off of a woman's body which is a uh, popularized thing in Japan that J- Japanese people do. I personally wouldn't indulge in it. Definitely have to agree. That's uh, a little... It's a, it's I, like, I'm a big fan of personal space, and that is yeah. uh, the opposite. I'm also a fan of sanitary, and it's like, I like a clean dish and silverware. <laughs> I don't think eating food off a woman's body or a guy's body would really like be like, um, I'm going to go for that belly piece of squid. Mmm. Think anybody ever got clever with a hot dog bun? Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna is that the foot long? And then some. <laughs> As a scene from the Bachelor Party, I believe. I regret making that joke. <laughs> well, in any case, I actually have to say that BPO in this case is behind the times. Master Roshi's been around forever. And he's going to be around for quite a long time. He's an old man that doesn't die. And will stay perverse and single for the rest of his life. Um, So yes, he does peep at girls in their underwear. I mean, if we go back to what Dragon Ball used to be. Dragon Ball, back when uh, Dragon Ball was there. And he first, Masaroshi first met um, Bulma. Bulma showed him her boobies. Oh, yeah. end up getting censored out at some point. It did in the American version, but there was a... The first time it was broadcast on Adult Swim, uh, when Dragon Ball was first broadcast, it had the uncensored version. Which also included uh, Goku having a little pee-pee sticking out at points. So, <laughs> yeah. The more you know. Yeah, Dragon Ball was uh, it was a bit perverse, um, and Master Roshi is one of those things. He's from a bygone era, and he may change at some point. Maybe they'll try to cookie monster him, but I don't. I hope not, because he's something that I enjoy. And if you're watching something with your children, and you are old enough to understand that Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or whatever it is now, Dragon Ball Super. 
um, has stuff like this, then maybe you should not watch it with your child. They could probably pull some plot out of it. I mean, make it like a, a learning and you know personal growth experience for him. Dedicate a whole season to him becoming more mature and less perverse. Possibly. I think or maybe they could horror, though. just like kill him in like a super epic like fight with some other character, and he like uses an ultimate blast and disintegrates. And then he's like in the afterworld, and and he's surrounded by beautiful ghosts or something like that. And we're all happy for him. There you go. That'd be a, that'd be an interesting way to do it. Yeah, because no one dies in Dragon Ball. They just either go to heaven or hell, and you can just pull them back at any time because Dragon Ball's are bullshit and wishes don't mean crap. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty then, that does it for my first piece of news. What do you got for us? Alright, so have you ever seen something in a manga or maybe an anime that you thought, hmm, I wonder if this would work in real life? Mm-hmm. Well, a man from the Saitama Prefecture... Uh, was arrested for, let's see here, it says, he was imitating an adult doujin manga. The police were called after a parent noticed that her daughter was being followed by a man. Okay. And so, let's see, Yakazi has, was arrested for, they weirded, uh, they, they word it, it weirdly, weirdly. It's that's okay. We'll just run with it. the The suspect had allegedly posed as an inspector for uh, checking for radioactive contamination in order to get into people's houses, and then he would begin uh, being well creepy, and okay, insisting he needed to physically check their bodies for radiation, and uh, so he's been arrested quite a few times for this in the past. And well, this sounds more like a fault of. The uh, Japan's government being like, now don't do it again. Yeah, the police actually talked to the artist of the doujin and uh, urged him to consider people imitating his work in the future uh, and just take that into consideration when writing more. And it's like, um... Yeah, no. No, that's that's not how doujin works. No, it's also fake. And, like, people that do this, like the kids that try to imitate... Um, Gara's sand attack by burying one of their friends in a sandbox. It's like, yeah, that that was real smart. You killed your friend by suffocating him in sand. Or, you know, any other kid that thinks like, I'll shoot my friend and then bring him back with the Dragon Balls or something like that. That actually happened? Yeah. yeah or oh. like the, the Death Note thing where the kid kept a Death Note and got arrested. And people are like, he's writing down names and like how they should die. And it's like, yeah, it's fake. Don't you understand what fake is, people? I could see how the hit list would be an issue. Even if you are just imitating an anime, that one could be a little more on the fence. I don't even know about the hit list thing. I mean, he wasn't actively thinking of killing them. He would just write them down, and it was like his way of relieving stress, which is okay. I mean, he his death note, which the reason he even got caught was because it literally was an imitation death note. It was one of the... Um, things you can buy off Amazon. It's a death note. Uh, that say death note on it? Yeah, it yeah. says death note on it. And a little, so he would a little write, more obvious. Yeah, he would write names in it, and um, sometimes he would have a way of them dying uh, next to the name, which is how, of course, in death note, that you would kill people, but that doesn't happen in real life. So, I just stick with the heart attack, personally. Yeah, the heart attack's the best way to go. You just can't really be traced, even if there's like a, a sudden spurt of 
heart attacks across the world. It's not like, aha, someone has a death note. Quick, get light or L to go and find the criminal. It'd be more like, aha, we need to start eating healthier and exercising. Exactly. Very strange, though, that all these people die in the prisons. They must not be eating healthier or dieting correctly. Exercise more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's all I have for this article. There really wasn't much, too much to it. It just seemed a little interesting. All right. Yeah. Don't try to blame anime and manga Marcus. people, because it just... It doesn't work out. It's not a defense in court. No. It also makes the rest of us look bad. Yes, definitely. So my last piece of news here is about a manga that caught my attention. So the July issue of Takeshobo's monthly manga Life Original launched a new serialization of A. Imura's Fukuyoka-san, or Miss Plump. Uh, began on Monday. So the four-panel manga centers around a young woman named Hanako Fukoa, who at a height of five foot nine weighs about 185 pounds, meaning she has about a 35% fat body percentage. And she is known as plump, or as the kids say these days, thick. Is that what the kids are calling it? Yeah, thick, but spelled out T-H-I-C-C. Thick. Why? I don't know. Like the fish with a pH. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, in the first installment, Hanako orders a work uniform, uh, but then gets in trouble when she orders that she ordered a size too small. Uh, how <laughs> the uh, manga actually gained popularity as a doujinshi, as many manga sometimes do, especially ones that have to do with the human body. Um, but the magazine actually began publishing it irregularly in March of 2016. Mm -hmm. It's just now more recently gained a lot of popularity because um, there's been more focus on marshmallow idols, as they are called in Japan. Uh, groups like uh, Potia and Chubbiness coming out, or their counterparts, Sausage Bread Guys. Sausage bread, guys. Yeah. It's just making me hungry. Yeah, I know. I could go for some breakfast right now. Maybe like a Denny's or something. There you go. So, uh, yeah, the tension started garnering back in 2013, but uh, nowadays it's seen as an equally cute and fashionable body type. Uh, I, for one, am very uh, interested in this type of body type. I think it's a very healthy body type. You know that they enjoy eating and food. You don't come out of you and, like, jab you with their elbow or fingers, and it's like, ow! Right there, Jack Skellington. Well, I mean... Yeah? I just... brain locked up. Ow. Okay. But yeah, I mean, everyone has their tastes and their... type. Um... I, of course, before type, have to go with uh, someone who's interested in something, the same things I am. I can't get along with someone if they don't like video games and anime, because that's, like, 80% of my interests. Yeah, I'm not gonna... Even if the girl is, like, a plus-size chubby, and she's super cute, and she's like, You wanna go rock climbing? No. <laughs> I... No, I don't. 
All right, do you want to go scuba diving? No, not really. How about to a rock concert? Nah. But, uh, you know, even even like a, an anorexic chick coming up to me and be like, sorry, I just came from the bathroom to puke. I love anime and manga. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Also dental insurance. <laughs> yes. You want to talk about dental insurance? Love to. Uh, one of the things I'll be getting at the new job, dental insurance. Woohoo! I can go to the dentist again. Yes. Yeah, oral hygiene is always a good thing. Yes. While my teeth may be crooked, they are super clean. Sparkly. Yes. So I am looking forward to that somewhat. Uh, if it does come over here um, in manga form, gets uh, translated by some group. Uh, as much as, probably not as much as the um, manga that I have been following, uh, the light novel I've been following actually, which is the uh, mother who gets teleported into a video game world with her son. Oh yeah, and she's the protagonist. Yeah, and she, well, I mean, he, it's like he's like the hero, but like the mother is super powerful and like more powerful than any other companion and him, and, um, but, like, he has to introduce her to the world. As far as I know, that's how it goes. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know how it goes. And the mom's like, what's going on? It's like, attack that slime. And then the mom attacks a slime, and it's like, one punch man. The whole world just explodes. So it's like, oh, my mom is super powerful. She's also super hot. Hopefully she's not actually my mom. Oh. Yeah. And that's what Rio would be like, oh, no. It's like, yes. That's the way it will go, because that's the way it always goes. They're never related by blood. Even when they are. We all know what happened with uh, Oraimo. I mean, I guess if there's no nothing genetically wrong, you do you, but uh, definitely not for me. Nah. So, with that, we are done with our industry news. And for the first time in a while, we're actually going to be doing a joint review. Yeah, it's, uh, I was talking with Red Bull, we were playing Overwatch, and uh, I let him know what I was uh, reviewing, and he uh, had also seen it, so... Yep, and uh, the Japanese title is Sakuroko-san no Ashimoto ni wa shitai ga umeateru. I'm glad you or, can pronounce that. Yeah, it's not exactly pronounced correctly, but uh, the English title is... Beautiful Bones, Sakuriko's Investigation. Yes, so it's, uh, or as I called it, Bones, the anime. There you go. I gotta really watch Bones, actually. Yeah, it's not great. I had more fun watching uh, Dr. House. Yeah? Yeah. That was a good series. Definitely. So why don't you go ahead and get us started with a little synopsis of what this anime is about. Alright, so there is a town, and for some reason they emphasize this in the beginning three episodes or so, and then it's never, never brought up again, is... The time stands still in this town. People don't like change. They're very adverse to change and death. It's People see even a dead cat on the street and they freak out. Except for one person who is, I guess, the 
secondary character. You see her a lot as well as the main character. Um, her name is Sakariko. Sakariko. I'm going to assume that's pronounced correctly. Sakariko Kujo. Sakurako. Sakurako? Yeah, it's uh, Oz in Japan or like saying father. Ah, okay. Yep. Kujo, she is uh, kind of your, your average emotionless character. Black hair, long, wears just a white button-up and some jeans. And then you have the uh, the main character, Shotaro Ta- Tatawaki, mm-hmm. who is only ever referred to as boy by Sakariko. And it bugs him to no end, which is kind of hilarious, her reasoning being, well, you're a minor, you're a boy. Right, and of course he wants to be like, no, I'm a man. Exactly. It's also emphasized a lot that, you know, he's not really her love or she's not really his love interest because she has a, a fiance that you never even see a picture of. He's just kind of there in plot. Although I do think he has a thing for her, but it's like he also understands like she has a fiance. I'm not going to be able to get with that. Yeah, which uh, I'm kind of glad he didn't try anything, although it would have been funny to watch him get smacked around. Yeah, also because, uh, we'll find out later, there was, like, a thing about him being, well, not related, but, like, looks like someone she used to know. Yeah, definitely, it hints at that quite a bit. So, So, uh, uh, yeah, the, my exploration of the mystery genre, which this anime is known as, um, Proved to be quite the letdown for this. Uh, The anime starts out with an interesting idea, Uh which is a forensic detective anime centered around bones. But then it devolves into kind of like a lame excuse for a drama romance that is about as memorable as wet tissue paper. Yeah, they, uh, it, it seems very episodic until the last couple of episodes. Yeah, when it finally starts picking up because they introduce a a main villain that more and more things start being connected to. And you think it's going somewhere and then it ends. Yeah, and there's not currently a second season. And I don't think there's going to be a second season. So yeah. it's sort of just one of those eternal cliffhangers. So in the sense that this is a mystery anime, um, the Shotaro character is kind of like Watson in this sense. Um, he's level-headed and strong kind of like watson he's Mm -hmm. we do find out he actually is good at martial arts um and he does spend time with sakuroko who is brilliant and beautiful with a sharp wit and tongue but her brilliance is often outweighed by how crazy she gets about bones yes to the point where she'll just flat out steal them from the police yeah, it's like, oh, you need those bones to help an investigation? I love that skull. It's so shiny and white. I want to add it to my collection. And it's like, you you can't do that. You know, even Sherlock would be like, That's bitch, the... put that bone down. Exactly. It's, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's like, we need that to help solve this case. I don't care what you do with that bone, but you're not taking it home. You can have a different type of bone and get it from your fiancé. But we all know that Sakuroko is probably not interested in that at all, because she'd probably prefer her fiancé dead. Maybe he's just in the basement, assembled like one of those uh, science room skeletons. Yeah. 
because that's one of her hobbies she does. She collects the bones of animals and puts them together. I thought it was her job. No, uh, taxidermy is like a hobby of hers. Hmm. Her job is actually inspecting bones. Figuring out like, the cause of death. Yeah, and figuring out like forensics kind of stuff. Um, but taxidermy is just a hobby she has. So the I never really watched a television series Bones, so I can't tell you if there are any connections between this and that series. What I can tell you, however, is that the There's first a lot of similarities. Alright, well, the first episode does introduce us to our two main characters and to what should have been the plot of the anime. Shotaro and Sakuroko come across a crime scene, and then Sakuroko uses her, quote, powers of observations, and we move on to the next thing, and so on and so forth. Her powers of observations, by the way, she kind of, like, sends out, like, a ping into the entire world and recreates the scene um, in her mind. Yeah, and you get to see a nice little uh, transition segment. Which is, yeah, a little weird. Just a bunch of, she like snaps a glove on, and then a bunch of skeletons are walking past her. Yeah, it's like whale bones and uh, um, like other animals just start like walking past her, and it's like, my mind is open. The bones are speaking to me. It's like, all right, how much LED or LCD? LCD. I know. LSD? LSD did you take this morning, Sakuroko? Like, only only a couple bonefuls. Damn it. I knew I shouldn't have gone out with you today. So yeah, the... The mystery of the wheat crap that Detective Conan uses, it is like that, but it's a formula that works um, in Detective Conan. And heck, the mystery genre of anime is a little lacking, so it's not like it's an overused genre right now. Yeah, it, ha- it hasn't become a trope. No, but as the anime progresses, its attempts to string along an underlying plot of the serial killer who uses very roundabout ways of killing his victims, and somehow is connected to Sakurogo's family slash past, because as we see, she will often at times go and visit her father or something like that, and he appears to be in a coma. But can communicate via a monitor that yeah. has just words appear on it. No idea how he uses it. He's just kind of covered over with a blanket. Yeah, that's not really ever, like... Explained. Explained or exposited on about what the heck is going on with that part of her life. You know, the mystery of the anime just ends up going away. It's replaced by what is an obvious romantic interest that Shotaro has... With Sakuroko, but again, this never goes anywhere. Sakuroko's already engaged, and the engagement is to a police officer. And very much she brothers own Shotaro, which, as we find out later, as as a replacement for her own dead little brother. Yeah, they have very similar names for some reason as well. It's like one letter off. Yeah, apparently the brother's name was very similar, and... She even calls uh, Shotaro by his name a couple times, and he's like, wait, what'd you call me? And she's like, oh, shit, um, nothing? She generally just dismisses it and walks away. Yeah, and then he eventually figures out what happened. Uh, eventually. Not completely, which is kind of sucky, but he does eventually come up with a more discernible idea. This whole entire time, it's like 
we are Shotaro trying to figure out who Sakuroko is and why she is the way she is. Because it seems that even he doesn't understand her. Yeah, I, I think really the only person in the anime that really understood her was the dead science teacher who taught her to become a bone yeah, forensic expert, forensics whatever. Expert. That or maybe the, uh, what was it, the butler or the maid or what? The maid. The grandmother. Yeah, the grandmother. She might understand her a bit too because she's always there to help take care of Sakuroko um, and does use Shotaro to like act as leverage in uh, helping Sakuroko get out of her room more and experience more life. Yeah, which is, being a shut-in myself, I, I, I don't see the point in going outside if you're completely happy where you're at. But, I mean, oxygen's it's true. nice. Oxygen is nice, fresh air. I, I mean, even I, um, as antisocial as I am, I don't go out to clubs, or, and I don't like big family gatherings. But, I mean, I love going on walks, because yeah. I can still be alone when I'm walking. Definitely. Yeah, the mystery aspect of this anime just falls flat. Uh, since we are able to see the answers behind the mysteries pretty early on. Yeah, there's this odd fascination with butterflies and some sort of butterfly bone in your skull. Yeah, it's all like butterfly effecty. Yeah, and this one species of butterfly is attracted to corpses, so if you see it, follow it to find a body. Yeah, it, all we end up doing is we sit around waiting for the explanations behind the answers. And that is pretty boring. Yeah, it's like, oh, this person was hung, but their feet are touching the ground. I wonder what really happened. Yeah, the animation is probably the only good thing about this anime. Yeah, it's, um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, the fact is that uh, Troika were the ones behind it. And they also have done original series like Aldo Zero. Um, it's really the only other quality work they've done to date. But, I mean, the quality is great. Yeah, I can't deny that the animation was super. The voice acting was pretty on par for it as well. I mean, it's it's not an incredible voice performance by any means, but it's not terrible. No, although I did call it forgettable because it's just something yeah. that it works with the anime, but just you don't remember. Like, I cannot recall Sakuroko's voice or Shotaro's voice from memory. Although I do know Sakuroko had more of a a deeper voice than some mm-hmm. characters, which matched her age, which was good. Yeah, it's it's always off-putting when the character is supposed to be like mid-20s, early 30s. They sound like the 12. Yeah. I mean, you can get away with that sometimes if you're going to be like, oh, it's a, it's a Lali Obos- Obasama, where it's like, oh, I'm actually 43 years old, but I look like a little girl, and I sound like one. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you a pass, fine. This one time. Don't tell This one time. But then, like, ten times later, it's like, yeah, ah, this trope. Oh, this trope. Ugh. Yeah, so, uh, so, uh, get some reviews ratings for this anime i personally am gonna be giving it a burn it i i think it's just forgettable enough you could pass it i personally am going to give it a netflix because it's i didn't hate it too much but i mean there are better things i probably could have watched 
Yeah, I thought about giving it a Netflix just like at the very end of a Netflix. Like, put it against everything else on Netflix and just put it to the wayside. Like, there's so much good anime on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Alrighty then. I think that wraps up our review. And I think that wraps up another episode of Anime Pulse. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. Thanks as, for having me. Yeah, as we have. And I'd like to thank uh, Roxas for joining me today. Of course, you are welcome to give your critiques, your uh, comments and suggestions in the front page posts. Uh, let us know who you like thus far. Um, and of course, as I mentioned before in the last show, try to keep them... Uh, glass half full uh, don't uh, just hate on somebody because you don't like them or because you want the position yourself I'm completely okay with criticism I mean I, I froze up a few times there no. right no I meant like uh, like I mentioned before like we had the uh, the guy who came after Rio because she won uh, oh, really? one he felt like yeah because she was a girl he was like why did you pick a girl over me it's because she's a girl isn't it and I had to shut him down. And then there was another guy, uh, which who may have been the same guy, who started harassing her. And I had to trace his IP to Texas and then find his address. And then I came up with a phone number, who turned out to be his father. And he never bothered us again because I gave his father a call at work. Oh, that's, and, that's not good. Yeah. No, I. that's the thing, people. Remember, if you come on our website, I can see your IP. And that, uh, in line with your address, which you have to use if you contact us, I can figure out where you live. Red, and we're I can to come up with the phone forums word. again. Remember? Oh yeah, right. Uh, I can't figure out anything. It's totally private. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. No one will ever know. Any case, uh, as always, keep watching, keep listening, keep the anime love strong. Don't